How's it going there, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another Review Point podcast, of course, coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and my target to review for this edition is the Lego Batman movie. Now, you should know ahead of time, this is the podcast that is going to include spoilers. So if you have not seen the movie and you don't want to know what happens in it, then obviously bookmark this, go watch it, and then come back a little bit later on. But if you don't care about that, or maybe you actually want to have a more in-depth breakdown of some of the particular hits and misses that I thought about the movie, then that's where you're going to find that kind of stuff. If you want just something that is on the see it or skip it variety, check out the Minuteman review. That one has no spoilers to it, and it's just flat out should you see it, or maybe should you pass. Now, getting into it, I mean, I'm pretty much spoiling what the Minuteman review is going to say, but essentially, yeah, you should see this movie. This was such a pleasant delight. I have not hated Batman v Superman as much as most people do. I actually go on record of saying I think that it's one of the better superhero films that we've had over the past bunch of years. Only if we're referring to the extended edition, though, the ultimate cut, or I think that's what they're calling it, the ultimate cut. That edition makes it so much better. And there's still flaws to it. You know, I still have my bones to pick about the DCEU. Suicide Squad, for instance, massively flawed film. Still think that Man of Steel has a lot of problems, too. So all three of those ventures are problematic. The Dark Knight Rises is another one. That one was just falling so far short of the expectations because we had a great movie in Batman Begins. We had a great movie in The Dark Knight. And then it seems like everything that has happened afterward on DC has been pretty much, at best, a disappointment a little bit, and at worst, a horrible film. We had Green Lantern, which was crap, and then we had the ones that I just talked about a minute ago or so. So when it comes to DC movies, even though this technically isn't a DC movie, this is the first one that has been just flat out loved it seems from pretty much everybody that I've asked I mean I went to see it with a bunch of different people I usually go get a big group of people 10 or so and every single person that I went to see it with said that this was better than the Lego Batman movie and the best Batman movie that they've seen since the Dark Knight so that is pretty crazy there really aren't any misses for the most part in this movie it's just enjoyable the start to the finish they bookmark it in these great little ways with him talking about every important movie starts off with black background and then every important movie ends with white. And there's jokes literally every couple of seconds. There's another couple of jokes and there's background jokes and there's things that I know I'm going to be watching a couple more times to see if I got because, man, it is packed to the brim with references all over the place. And I mean, it's tough enough to not be as big of a Batman fan as I am and to get all the jokes but I knew a lot of what these references were because they were deep cuts. And I mean deep, deep cuts like Condiment King, Crazy Quilt, the kind of stuff that the basic Batman fan is completely not going to get. You know, everybody knows Mr. Freeze, everybody knows Catwoman, everybody knows Batgirl, and different things here and there. But you have to really be a Batman fan to know Egghead and Killer Moth and all those. So seeing characters like that pop up made me laugh hysterically. And there are really jokes about virtually everything within the Batman saga that we've had over the past 70-something years. They've touched on jokes from the Dark Knight films. 
you know, the brooding type of nature. You've got Batman v Superman jokes. They point out how stupid Suicide Squad's premise is. And they joke about, of course, the old 60s version of it quite a bit. They've got, you know, a little segment of the film where he's like, we're going to punch people so hard that words are going to form up on the screen just out of thin air. And that happens. They got the shark repellent joke. And it comes into play with the fucking shark from Jaws, of all things. Voldemort is in this movie. Billy D. Williams voices Two-Face. This is the only movie, oddly enough, counting any of the animated movies, as far as I can remember, that has had both Robin and the transition into Nightwing in a fucking movie. And it's a Lego movie. Like, the insanity behind that. They did more work on like figuring out the source material and doing their studying in this movie then you can tell that they did in so many of the other ones you look at like batman forever batman and robin batman returns and batman 89 even those movies change massive source material things and they do it because they didn't really necessarily know that those things were part of the holy bible of the batman mythos so this one pokes fun at some of those things and if it changes something it changes it for a reason and for a joke and in a way that lampshades a lot of different things and it's all just seamless the whole movie works we have an actual emotional arc of batman in a lego movie but we also have jokes that are making fun of movies in general there's action film jokes like the guy singing to himself Nothing bad ever happens to me, and then something bad happens to him. <laughs> or how everybody who shoots a gun is sitting there going, pew, 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 like that South Park episode. They reference that. They're, I busted out laughing when there's the section of the film very early on, one of the first scenes, where there's two pilots who are flying over the city, and they ask permission to fly over the most crime-ridden city on Earth. And they're saying, we're best friends, and all this other kind of stuff that you know sets up the obvious section where the villain's going to take over the plane and you're going to have one of these is sacrificed and that kind of a thing. So you feel bad. And they ask traffic control and they go, well, seems like a fine idea to me as long as they're best friends. <laughs> it's just like fucking gold throughout the entire film. And it's not kid humor and it's not adult humor either. It's this happy medium where the kids are going to appreciate the simpler things and the adults are going to appreciate the things that are a little bit more obscure, a little bit more risque, the deeper cuts that you have to be old enough to really know a lot about the Batman story to be able to get that they're referencing different things here and there. And of course they even have a joke about the kids at the orphanage call me Dick. Well, kids can be cruel, that kind of stuff. You're not going to get it as a five-year-old, but you're going to just realize Batman's being, you know, Batman and, Dick Grayson is somebody that you can make fun of and they make fun of the shorts and the Robin name. Like, why would you give yourself the code name of this frail little bird out of everything and stuff? And that is what is like the, the linchpin of this movie that I found so, so good from start to finish. Essentially, this was a movie that if you took out the Lego stuff and this was just animated, it would be just as good but they were able to actually get some good Lego jokes in the mix too. I mean, I'm going to spoil something about the end here, but they realized that they should all form a bridge by standing on each other's heads because the little square peg bottom of the people's feet 
fit into the round peg of everybody's head. That type of stuff is brilliant. And they've got, of course, the same carryovers from the Lego movie where you have, like, the fire is the fire from the Lego sets. And you've got, say, like, the water all looks like Lego and stuff. So the visuals of the movie are very good for an animated movie because it takes something that would have been an insanely long process for, like, stop-motion animation or... If you did like a, a hand-drawn kind of thing, it would look like it was a cartoon. And this one looks like it's actual Lego pieces that are going around. Now, I'm kind of going off about like just every little tiny detail that I thought was great. And I don't remember a good portion of them because it's just they hit you with them one after another after another. So I have to go back. I have to rewatch it, find a couple other jokes that in the meantime, I was looking at something else and I didn't really realize. Like I remember a sign in there where it was like they were in Arkham Asylum and it says like, uh, I think it was, you know, now I'm blanking on exactly what it was, but I think it was like Ark Ham and Eggs Omelet or something like that. So there's little background stuff. It's kind of like maybe Naked Gun or Not Another Teen Movie or whatever, where you the more you watch it, the more you realize that there were they were peppering in all these other little jokes. But some of them, I'll admit, didn't necessarily land as much as some of the other ones. If you have a movie that's however long this is, an hour and a half, two hours, whatever, of course not every single joke is going to be funny to every single person. So, yeah, there are some of them that I didn't laugh at as much as some of the other ones. But for the most part, it was about, I guess, like a 75 to 80, maybe even 90% hit rate. So that, I could go on and on about all the hits and stuff. There are really almost no misses which kind of makes it a little bit difficult to do a review point, but I'll pinpoint a few of the little things that I could say maybe could use a little bit of a tweak. The musical stuff sometimes wasn't the funniest for me. The actual songs, I can't really remember any of them as being too memorable, but that was a complaint that I had about the Lego movie too. We had Everything is Awesome, which that's a catchy song, but I also sort of found it a little bit annoying after a little while of listening to it especially because it was in all the promotional material and then it was in the movie for an extended thing. So, you know, some of the jokes here, they had a thing family or friends with the family that you can choose at the end. It was a generic pop song kind of a thing. And it didn't really, I wanted the end credits to be a little funnier and they didn't miss on that. That was definitely a miss. I mean, Zach Galifianakis as the Joker. I think that the voice was a little bit lame and it's a kid's movie. You can't have, you know, something dark and mysterious and scary or whatever like that. But I actually kind of would have wanted to see Mark Hamill do that. It would have been kind of fun. He's done happier Joker before, and he's the quintessential Joker as far as I'm concerned. Will Arnett being Batman works instead of having to have Con- uh, Kevin Conroy in there. But it would have been kind of fun to see uh, Mark Hamill, maybe Troy Baker, because he's pretty much the second best Joker as far as I'm concerned. I didn't really like uh, Zach Galifianakis all that much. I was a little bit disappointed that we didn't get an Emmett cameo. I thought that would have been pretty interesting. I don't remember seeing a joke to Jared Leto's Joker. That would have been an interesting reference to throw out there. I mean, we had pretty much every single joke that you can ask for in a lot of these. So if I read up a list of the jokes that I would love to have seen that they didn't include, it would really be me nitpicking. I mean, at that point, I'm basically a fat kid who ate more than his caloric intake during the day, but I'm still a glutton and I ask for more at a buffet. You know what I mean? It's There's really nothing that I can complain about too much all that, about this movie. It's just something that if you like that type of material, 
if you are a fan of the Batman series, if you're a fan of lighthearted cynicism, essentially, you're going to like the movie. Everybody that walked out of this movie was still laughing about it. We joked with a couple people here and there about just some of the parts that we thought were the funniest. And that's the type of thing that you like to see coming out of a comic book movie. I mean, the last time that I remember everybody pretty much universally being like, oh man, that was so fucking good, was Guardians of the Galaxy. Because we haven't seen it with Batman v Superman. I loved it. Most people were like, I fucking hated it. I hated everything about it. Suicide Squad, I'm like, oh man, this this is really not heading in the right direction, is it? Everybody else kind of agreed. Man of Steel was sort of up in the air. Dark Knight Rises, a lot of people were disappointed with it. Some of the Marvel movies aren't as much of a hit as some of the other ones. You know, some people are like, yeah, man, it's great and whatever. I, with Doctor Strange, was a little bit disappointed. So Guardians was the last one that really seemed like everybody was on board with. And then maybe like the Avengers before that. So I loved seeing that everybody walking out of this had big smiles on their faces. It makes everybody kind of more interested in this Ninjago movie now because I know nothing about Ninjago. And now we've got a movie that I think is overrated with the Lego movie. And then a movie like this, which I want this to be nominated for Best Animated Feature already. I know it's too late for this year. We already have our Moana and our Kubo and the Two Strings and Zootopia and whatnot. Next year, though, especially when looking at the previews that they put up here, I mean, we've got Baby Boss. That looked awful. And we have the thing about the squirrels. I don't remember what that was called. That looked pretty stupid, too. So I don't really know what the competition is going to be, but this was just great. It seems like it's got great scores all over the place on, like, Rotten Tomatoes and... You know, I'm a big fan of Collider Movie Talk, and they seem to all be big on it. So this is widely accepted. Kind of crazy to say that about a movie that pokes fun at it, and it's a Lego kids movie. It's been probably the best rated out of all the DC films since The Dark Knight. And who would have thought something that is completely in the opposite direction would be the next time that everybody would get on board with. It's kind of crazy. So I liked it a whole lot. I think this is the type of movie that a lot of people are going to want to watch multiple different times. And when they do watch that an extra couple of times, they're going to get rewarded because they're going to see a couple jokes that they missed along the way. And that's the type of thing that you want going into these movies. You want this kind of rewatchability and you want the, the urge to want to watch the movie again. A lot of these things, when they don't go over all that well, it makes people just go, well, fuck. All right. Well, maybe the next one will be good. This one's like, all right, that was a good one, and I kind of want to see it again. So I recommend it to everybody. I think that if you are not too far gone when it comes to being unable to laugh at the things that you love, and you are a big Batman fan, and you like that kind of self-referential humor and all that kind of stuff, pretty much like the 21 Jump Street type of humor, then you're going to really, really enjoy this movie. So I give it a big old thumbs up. As far as a hit or a miss, it's definitely a hit. It's one of the biggest hits that I've seen in a long time, and I've been watching the Oscars films, and I've been enjoying them too. So I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought that I ever could, and I definitely recommend it to everybody. Uh, I want to know what you guys have to say, though. So I want you to leave your comments below and tell me what you thought of the Lego Batman movie. What were some of your favorite parts? What were some of the things that you think missed out on a little bit? 
And anything else you want to chime in on, drop your comments below. Keep the discussion going there. Hit that thumbs up as well if you like the video and you want to give us a little bit of a boost on the SEO. Make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Twitter to get the notifications of anything else that we've got coming up in the future. And if you're on YouTube and you hit that subscribe button and that little bell, that'll give you notifications when we have new videos coming up because next couple of weeks we got Oscars coming up. We've got Logan, so we have reviews up for those. Power Rangers is coming up. We're going to have at least another contest, maybe even two contests that we're going to be running on the website. Of course, any articles that I decide to do, everything you'll find at fanboysanonymous.com. That's going to do me in for this episode. Thanks for listening and watching, everybody. I will see you next time. Time for me to geek out. Adios.